0: everyone welcome back to the where if you take you podcast i'm caleb Bowker here with my co-host aaron oliphant and we are here to chat all things triathlon with you guys we answer your questions we talk about race results we do race previews we talk about everything triathlon related and comes to life balancing it coaching any kind of you name it. We're here to mostly just ramble along with about our passion for the sport and wanting to kind of share how much we love triathlon and everything that it has done for us and and as we kind of have moved through this whole endurance life. Uh, I am, again, Kayla Bowker. I am a professional triathlete, mom to two little boys and coach at Where You Feet Take You Triathlon Coaching. And Erin is an elite amateur age group triathlete and also a coach at Where You Feet Take You. This will be our final podcast for the 2023 season, which is really crazy to think that it's going to be 2024 here in a very short amount of time frame. Um, I feel like this year was long, but short at the same time. So I think that's very standard for most of the years. But before we dive into what we're going to do this year is a bit of an end of the year race recap, not race recap. Sorry, everyone. But just recap (laughs) in general um, about kind of a lot of our favorite things, what we learned and anything in between Uh, i want to share with you guys that we have launched our where if you take you community through the through patreon and it is mostly through patreon just because it's Honestly, one of the best platforms I found to kind of do what it is that we're going to be doing for um, kind of how this will look, but it's going to be a place where you can join um, for a monthly cost, and it helps support the podcast, support Aaron and myself as athletes, coaches, allows us to just do do a little bit more for a kind of community standpoint, and just you know kind of allow it to evolve as we move through this whole process. What you will get on there is an um, exclusive um, podcast. So uh, a couple times a month, we will be doing either ones together, maybe we'll have separate um, episodes, do kind of like a coach's corner, mindset corner. Um, it'll, again, it's going to be an evolving piece, but you'll get exclusive episodes posted in there, as well as anytime we have a guest episode, I will put that out immediately before it goes out to the public. So you'll get first access to it. There are going to be options for um, chats, uh, community. And again, it's just mostly going to be kind of an evolving, um, it's going to be an evolving piece that we're going to work on kind of throughout the year. But we're really excited about it to be able to provide more and share more for you guys um, within triathlon. To again, kind of just engage and share our passion for the sport. I know both Aaron and I have talked extensively about how triathlon really has helped shaped us and grow us. And we just want to continue to share that passion with you guys in any way that we can. So you can head over to the website where if you take you.com to find the link to it, or you can check the link um, in the show notes to find um, a way to get over there. And we look forward to having you guys there. And with that, let's get on with the show here. Aaron, happy holidays. How happy was your holidays. How was
1: your Christmas? The holidays were good. Uh, I went back to the Midwest in the Chicago area the 19th um, and got to spend a lot of time with my family. All my siblings were home. Um, but then Holt had to go back to the Air Force Academy on the 23rd. So my family did Christmas early. Mm. And then I went up to Wisconsin with Kyle um, And got to spend Christmas with his family, and I'm still currently there. But it's All been right. really nice to see everyone. And then our parents are meeting tonight, so big day!
0: Oh, fun! That's yeah. exciting. <laughs> That'll yeah. be the first time, yeah. Uh, first time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, are they coming up? Are you? Still, you're still in Wisconsin, so they're going up. Or they're coming up, the and then
1: yeah. um, Holt actually plays hockey in Milwaukee tomorrow. So we're all going to the hockey game tomorrow as well. Oh, nice. Ooh,
0: that'll yeah. be fun.
1: Yeah, it will be fun. And then I have a wedding this weekend. So it's been very busy. Um yeah. but good. So training's been up and down but have gotten in what I can when I can. So
0: Yeah, you've done what you could. You kept me you're you're keeping moving. I mean, yeah. honestly training's kind of funky for a lot of people this time of year. So myself included. Um I did minimal over the weekend and this week we don't have daycare. So we're not doing a ton. Um, Did you, did you guys do any, do you guys have any very like Christmas, uh, I'm blanking on the word, not themes, but things like traditions, tradition. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, theme routine. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Um, Uh, My family, we go to this holiday dinner every year Um, where it's like a nice buffet and there's carolers that come and sing. And that's always really fun to get together. And then I think my favorite family activity is that each year we draw someone else for, to do their stocking. Um, and some gifts are great. Some are huge gag gifts, but it always makes us laugh.
0: Yeah. So you, each person is in charge of filling somebody else's stocking. Yes. That yeah. is a cool idea. I like that.
1: You definitely can't do that till people get older. Um yeah. we started doing it like 4 years ago now, but it's been a lot of fun and we always laugh really hard. So
0: that's awesome. I was I've been seeing kind of like throughout Instagram when I'm busy scrolling Instagram because I'm I'm trying to like disassociate from the world. Um <laughs> that like some things people have been going around lately is that people will like they do their white elephant gift or whatever of everything taken from grandma's house or something like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it makes me laugh so hard because it'd be so funny like oh you were oh I recognize that gift yeah yeah well that came from your armoire or whatever (laughs) I feel like that's really funny um, would. it wouldn't work well for my parents my parents are minimalists so they don't have anything but you don't uh, just have junk lying around no there. no but it could be very a very funny way to do a way to do it so yeah <laughs> did you get anything exciting for christmas um i
1: have a consultation with the stylist that i think i mentioned that Ooh. i wanted yeah. Um so I can finally figure out what rise jeans look best on me. I think that's been my biggest dilemma. <laughs> um that's fun. Um but that's that's fun and then Kyle got me a vacation. So we nice. have dates picked out. I'm not fully sure when, but um the dates work well with his schedule and my schedule cuz mm-hmm. I'll already kind of be in a down period based on my work schedule. Yeah. Um But that was very thoughtful, and I'm very excited to spend that time with him somewhere cool.
0: Nice. That sounds fun. How about you? We – it was good. It was fun. Um, The kids this year really – like, were really into it. It was the first year they were, like, really into it, Um, especially – like, Skylar was really into it because he – I really kind of understood what was going on. And I kind of appreciated the magic behind everything a lot more. Um, And so that was a lot of fun. um, Because he, yeah, and then Baylor just kind of follows along with everything. Like, you know, because he's he's only two and a half. So sometimes I keep forgetting that Baylor is only two and a half. And, like, I keep expecting him to be able to do things or say things. wait, you're only two and a half. You, you can't. Um, yeah. So it was just a lot of fun. We um, so my we actually did Christmas morning at our house. So my parents came over after the kids went to sleep and we put all the tree, all the stuff under the tree. I like wrote a note from Santa. I attempted to make little snow boot marks out of powdered sugar in the... I hope people aren't listening to this with kids in their car. Yes. If you have children in your car, uh, <laughs> warning, warning. <laughs> Might be some Bye. magic spoiling here. Um anyways, it was just a lot of fun and um it was very busy. Like I think I when you I texted you yesterday, I was like I realized afterwards that I didn't send a single message to anybody. Like I didn't say I barely said happy Christmas to anyone. And I just literally forgot because it was so busy and I was just trying to be really into it with the kids. Um and so it was just a lot of fun. And then we went and walk the golf course and played golf. And then we, I think we went for a bike ride and then we had a nice dinner at my parents' house. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we really tried to soak it in because my dad said something that really kind of struck a chord with both Brandon and I. He's like, soak this in because Skylar is so smart that you're going to only have a few years of this with him. He's going to figure it out way too quickly. Um, and we both went, wow, you're right. He, like he will, he's just so logical and so smart. Like he already before bed, he told Brandon, he goes, so dad, does, does Santa have a phone? And he goes, well, no, buddy. What do you mean? And he, and he says, well, how does he know where, how does he know where we live? Did you text him our address so that he could find us? <laughs> like, well, I don't really know how to answer that one. <laughs> Santa
1: just knows.
0: Santa just knows. And then when I, when he was in bed with me, mom. So, Santa rides a sleigh, but how does he get here on the sleigh? And I was like, well, the sleigh just you know that's how, that's his transportation. That's how he gets here. Well, but there's no snow, and sleighs sleighs only go on snow. So what what is he going to arrive? <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> you're thinking way too hard about already it. asking questions <laughs> yeah so yeah we definitely tried to just kind of soak up the and soak in the magic and that's why i told him i was like you know what buddy santa is magic like he's all about what you believe and that's that's what you just have to kind of ground yourself in and go, oh, okay magic okay like, like, yeah we <laughs> like thinking about it Oh, man. So, yeah, we just tried to really soak it in and just enjoy it because it it was a lot of fun um, to really have them really feel Christmas um, and see it from their eyes. It's a lot more fun. And they opened all of our, all the, all the gifts. Everybody's mom, dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. It was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. and. But I am also kind of glad that we're on the other side of it because it's just a lot.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of excited to be through New Year's at this point, Yeah, (sighs) which is, like, good. I'm ready to get back to some, like, really good quality training and really increase the volume. But I know I can't really do that till after New Year's. So it's just enjoying the moment, but also excited to get back I mean I had a really good swim today it was hard I went to a master's group in Wisconsin um and it's a good 5,000 yard set and a whole yeah like, with a lot of 3,000 yards of it was just out of sub 110 pace <laughs> I felt it
0: accumulating
1: it's like oh quickly. my god I haven't worked this hard in a
0: while. <laughs> it's just- like when your arms start to hurt and like even like putting them on a kickboard to kick the legs my legs (laughs) because
1: it was like it was like slightly because it was subthresh it was like threshold or faster and i just wasn't like by the end of it i could tell like i'm just not clearing lactate extremely well right now because i haven't been doing much so just by the end of it, I felt it all just sitting in my legs. <laughs> yeah. God. We're going to need a long
0: warm down after this. Yeah. And you'll probably be really hungry today because of yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know about you, but whenever I do stuff like that, I'm really hungry afterwards. Yeah. So all I want to do is eat. I mean, I stopped at a gas station
1: right after and got like the 42 gram core power. There you go. To start the recovery. But um, the place we're going for dinner looks really good. And nice. So I think I'm gonna shout out there. <laughs>
0: Perfect. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we're gonna kind of dive. Like we're gonna dive into a little bit of like end of year recappy type stuff. Um, some of this will be us. Some of it will be other pieces. But um, and again, as with everything that we do, it might evolve as we talk about it. But let's just start off with um, the favorite race that we did this year.
1: But we did uh, St. George, 70.3 in May for me. Um, I did that. I signed up for that one like five weeks before the race, just because I wanted to do it after a race at Oceanside. I felt like I had a lot to improve upon and could do a lot better with. Um, so signed up for it on a whim and just went in there with a goal of having fun and executing the race in a manner I knew how to. Um, and I just ended up having a lot of fun with it. I love that venue. The weather was gorgeous. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just loved it.
0: Yeah. That's such a fun race. I forgot about that one. That's a great one. Um, for me, I I want to say Tremblant only because I feel like it was a turning point for me a little bit this year. Like if you look at my results, I went from – really struggling to, after Trumblant, I was always 10th or 11th overall, um, um, out of the pro women. Um, and, and I definitely loved the race and I loved the venue. And I feel like that was the race I had the most fun at. Like, I felt like I was the most free at to an extent. Um, but I also really enjoyed, um, Cabo seventy point three again. Oh, yeah. I just have to keep that on my list. I had a lot of fun. Like the last two years, it's been a lot of fun. I think this was last year I went with my mom, and her and I just had a really great time together, just traveling together. And then this year I went with my dad, and again it was very reminiscent of my dad and I traveled all the time together when we were when I was growing up. Like because he was my he was my ski buddy. He went everywhere mm-hmm. with me skiing. And it was just a lot of reminisce, like the last two years, that race has been just reminiscent of kind of like some nostalgic-y type stuff, I think. And it just kind of sticks with me. Um, So those are probably my two favorites. Tromblant for the race that it is, um, because it's just, I'm sad that it's not, there's not a full Ironman there anymore, because it really is fabulous. And then Cabo just for, I just love the race in general. It's got a great atmosphere. You have to be prepared for it to be a little bit <laughs> loosey-goosey and things to not be, like, you're going to ride on dirt in some places. Yeah. And you might not have lights in the transition because it's Mexico. But it's it was just a lot of fun. And I, I think I enjoy the relaxed kind of loosey-goosey atmosphere that comes with it. Yeah. And, you know. I know that it's going to be that way going into it and so it doesn't bother me when Yeah. You find out you race morning it. that you're basically yeah. going to ride on gravel for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I that was that was a lot of fun. Um okay. Favorite race that we watched because I know we both paid attention to a lot of the races that were, mm-hmm. were going on. Um
1: I think mine has to be the PTO US Open, but that's the women's race just because I was there in person and got to watch it unfold live and it's a multi-loop, I think it's like a seven-loop bike course and a three or four-loop run course, so you see everybody a bunch, so you really do get to see how the race is unfolding. Um, and that sprint finish bet- for between like fourth and seventh, I think, was a lot of fun and you saw people catching up and... Um, so I think that was just really fun to be there in person watching.
0: Yeah, I think that one of would have been even more fun to watch on TV if we had seen that. We didn't yeah. see that until the very end. Like they, oh, okay. after the three went through, then they panned kind of like you saw the last like 200 to 400 meters where you could tell like these five or six women were really like, going for it um i wish they had shown more of that because i think that would have made that way more exciting to watch um unfold online um or i guess via the tv
1: yeah like anywhere um Mm -hmm. yeah i think the only way you really got to watch that unfold is if you were there in person i mean you could look at the tracker and like kind of see it coming but when you can see them in person it was just really cool to watch the fight and all of them
0: yeah uh, so I think that's definitely that was definitely one that was on my list as being really fun to watch I enjoyed watching both the men and women but I almost enjoyed more of the pre-hype for the. us open than I even did the race like I feel like, I, like from an online standpoint yeah they really like put a lot of energy into the pre-race hype of that race um I really enjoyed watching Kona um on TV I watched every almost every minute of it um even though it was one like once you got to a point where you just knew Lucy Charles was going to win and, but it was still, there was something about watching somebody who you knew has put so much time effort and has had it missed it so many times. And then, but you still, you knew like you, they were would pan away and show, show Annie Haug like Terminator style running through the field. And it's like, Ooh, maybe is she going to, and you just, for me, I just felt like I just I just wanted to see it all. Um, like, I just felt like I was watching something very special. Um, and so I was, you know, yes, it was kind of a boring race from that standpoint. Like, Lucy ran, you know, start to finish. But she dominated.
1: I just, dominated. she deserved that performance yeah. so much. Like, she's stuck to it. She's put so much focus on just winning that race. And not only did she win it, she just dominated it from start to finish. Um, I, I still haven't watched the broadcast or anything, but being out on course and seeing her win it and getting to hear like them announce when she's coming down the red carpet. I was like, this is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I think the, the like condensed version is coming out in a couple in like a week or so. Like you can watch it. On outside watch, maybe or somewhere okay. else, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but that's you know, like that's the convinced version, but also where they tell like all the other stories of the age groupers and everything. Um, yeah, so it kind of depends on what you want to see, but yeah, there's something special about watching just watching that race. And I felt like I felt like there were so many women on the start line that could have won, they really won, and that made it very special to watch. Um, and so that was. Kind of one of my favorite ones to pay attention to. Um Okay, this I liked this question that you came up with. But what was our favorite new product that we tried this year? Can I just mean, for a second,
1: I love my new bike.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: falls <definitely. laughs> <There you go. laughs> in new product, but it is, it, a a product. A, it is
0: a product. Product.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I love that bike. Um I'm trying to think like. Nutrition, really. I asked the question. I like suggested that question suggested without it, it thinking of the an answer.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, you can think okay. Of, I, I do. Of I tried. um Well, this is what I was gonna do at Indian Wells, but never got to do. um Like I, the salt chewable tabs mm, instead yes. of like. I don't know why I've waited so long. I just I think because I don't mind the taste of just doing salt licks. Mm-hmm. And like putting it down with water. However, that makes it very hard to know how much salt you're actually taking in. Um, so I think I'm definitely going to start using those salt chewable tabs um, as I start I them. the 2024 season, just so I can know exactly how much sodium I'm taking in after having digestive problems at Kona.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love them personally um, for that exact reason. Like I can take half a package and I know approximately how much that is. I can drink a whole like pack- I can take a whole package. You know, I know. Whereas what similar, when I used to use base salt or the salt lick or whatever it was, I'd be like, oh, well, here's some approximation. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's a good, good thought process. Um, okay. I have one here, which is the infinite nutrition, 90 gram fructose blend that was a game changer for me in my um nutrition standpoint so and you can actually like my my coach and I were talking about it when I was down this in Salt Lake and um prior to prior to that coming out I was I had been having a lot of nutrition issues like not getting enough calories in and I switched to that came out right like four weeks before Montremblant and I used it in Mont tremblant and that was the first race all year where I didn't have like extreme bonking issues um so that was a huge good one a new product that came out in the middle of the year that I love and will continue to use um from a nutrition standpoint um that so that was that was a good one um Another one, not really a new product, but I went back to, I finally figured out my shoe situation, and I went back to using Hoka shoes, and from a carbon shoe standpoint, I finally found a carbon shoe that doesn't hurt my feet. So it's not a new product, but it was a big revelation for (laughs) me. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was spending so much money on shoes, because I was constantly in pain. I'd get done with a race, and my like I'd be in the middle of a race, my feet would hurt so bad. And now I don't have that as much that I don't have that problem anymore. Um,
1: I still can't find a shoe that doesn't give me blisters. I've tried so many different types of shoes, so many different brands, and I don't know. Like I'm tempted to go to a skin doctor and be like, "What is wrong with what is the wrong? skin on my feet that I'm getting blisters <laughs> with every single shoe?" Yeah. So that's frustrating. So if anyone wants to make a shoe designed to my feet and you can be my favorite product of 2024,
0: of that would <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Shoes uh, are hard because they can really make a huge difference in what you're doing. Um, and they can make you faster. They can actually help you recover. They can help prevent niggles. They, they, there's a big proponent to your feet. and But if your feet, are hurting or you know like shoes are big and they're more important than you think when it comes to like pieces that you need you need shoes that feel good on your feet yeah in order to perform well and there are shoes that are faster I mean carbon shoes are faster it's just the way that it is we'll get there yeah you'll
1: find (laughs) a pair eventually
0: I just want a pair of training shoes at this point yeah, even your training shoes still give, give you blisters. Yeah.
1: Even the one now, the type that I've been wearing since I started triathlon, if I order, like, the new pair I got is giving blisters now. So I swear there is, like, I've tried different socks, too. I swear there is, like, something wrong with the skin on the back of my Achilles that it's just really is, sensitive. <laughs> really post sensitive. Blister.
0: I wonder but if you But that's a put, discussion for another day. another t- t- discussion. <laughs> but I wonder if you to put, like, Tri-Glide or Vaseline or champagne. I do. Oh, well. Yeah. No. Answer that, that question <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: oh scratch also came out with a mango tangerine hydration mix um, mm-hmm. that was like a limited edition but that with like tahine on the rim for like just like post workout nutrition um just to get the electrolytes back i love tahine and that was a very good flavor with it
0: yeah oh and complete side note you made me think of it because of tahine. we had a when I was in Mexico with my dad, we went out to uh, we went out for dinner and I got a tahini. I never say it right, but te margarita. And mm. my dad was like, What is that? I've never heard of that. And I was like, just trust me, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> Best margarita I have ever had. It was so amazing. And if they weren't twenty dollars, I was like, the <laughs> most expensive margarita I've ever had. But like if they weren't twenty dollars, I think I would have ordered like three of them because they were so good. And that is now my new favorite margarita, which I don't drink very often, but when I do, if I have a margarita, yeah. that's what I'm Next time want.
1: you're in Calo, you'll be back. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay. Um, so then this one is a little bit, not necessarily favorite-y, but what did we learn from 2023? Which is, Ooh. Yeah. Do you, Kayla, you go first on okay. this one. So... I learned a couple of things. Um, one, and the most, I think, one of the biggest things that I learned was that I need to get back to just trusting me and knowing. Like prior to going into the professional field, I would walk up to a start line and I just knew I was going to win. I just, I just knew it. I walk up to the start line and it was like, as long as I'm towing the start line, I'm going to be fighting for a chance to win. And I feel like I really kind of lost that fight this year because I was focused so much on feeling like I have to do all these things in order to even try to compete or I don't belong here. And I, I'm not doing as well as I like all these things, like, right, kind of a lot of mm-hmm. impostery type syndrome type of thoughts. And, so I, I, maybe, I don't even know if this is something I learned, but it's just more something I really realized that it's something I need to take into 2024 moving forward is going back to kind of lighting that fire again of just knowing that, you know, I love this sport. I love what I do. I love coaching. I love racing. I, 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 I love it. And I chose to become a professional, because I wanted to push to that next level. Like I didn't want to just be the person that walked up and knew I was going to win anymore. But I still have to believe that I can. And so it's a learning in that I like really have come to grips with like, okay, you know, part of what it is that, you know, you're struggling with, is kind of the idea that you you feeling this way is not meaning you're not enough, but instead thinking about it from a lens of like, no, it's because you care so much about what you're doing and you love it, and so get back to that. Just like go back to that. Go back, like let go, like free yourself from all those pieces and just let go and start fighting for it again. Um, so it's more of a takeaway that I need to bring into 2024 necessarily than a learning. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like I raced this year scared almost like yeah never fully believing that i could do it and i need you know you got to have some fight you got to have some grit you you gotta be a little bit mean kind of you gotta like let that out and so that's a piece that i'm going to try to work through for 2024 i think more than anything um so that was a big one and then another thing that i learned is, uh, calories are extraordinarily important. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that from a, I already knew it standpoint, but it just seemed to like, and after like Sky Munch's post, like kind of came out and it just like something I've been ruminating on a little bit that I, I struggle getting in enough calories. I struggle with it. Um, for a lot of reasons, one time, Two, I just never been a huge I've always been a fine eater, but like I don't I struggle to eat good solid amounts of it. And then three, I, I definitely still have mental struggles behind yeah. food. Um and and, correct
1: me if I'm wrong, but like one of your favorite foods is like salads. You love, oh, a, good love, salad, yeah, love a good salad. But those are never salad. gonna be super calorie dense. You are so correct.
0: And they're hard to eat like midday when you have a bike workout in that you have to get on in an hour like a big salad yeah. is one not going to fuel me and two probably going to hurt my stomach like yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so that's something that i just over the last like couple of weeks i've been really thinking about like okay Kaylee, you really have to try to focus on you have to eat more and you you got it like before races you need to carb load a little bit better and you just got to figure it out so again i don't know if it's necessarily a learning but more of a takeaway which is a learning yeah in retrospect for sure but i think i definitely still have it, it i always feel like oh i'm totally recovered from my eating disorder and then i like sit down and ruminate and like think about some of these things and i go "Ooh, kayla you definitely still have um We'll call them issues. You still have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: you definitely, it definitely still is like there. It's like, uh, I mean, that's something that will be with you forever, probably. And it's just being aware when those thoughts mm-hmm. about certain things pop up.
0: Yeah, like yesterday when I was like, "Oh, you do you just you're doing this bike workout, but you just ate, so you don't need to fuel it." Yeah, I can't- like what the fuck? No, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> No. So I got off my bike and went and got some fuel. But it was like, that was the thought that popped into my head. Like, you're just doing a two hour ride, like easy. Like, it's not hard. Like, you need to burn these calories. I was like, why? Why would that pop into my head right now? So, okay, that's my, those are my two takeaways that I learned about myself.
1: Uh, One, I think I've shared in a previous episode, but that like, it's okay to have goals like big long-term goals and you don't necessarily need to have all your focus on that one goal at this moment in time you just got to stay in the moment working towards whatever you're trying to achieve in that session or that area of your life Um, and like really trying to be more
0: in the moment
1: when I'm like out at dinner and not worrying about what my next workout is just like enjoying Being in that moment, I think has been a really big realization for me this year, but also still a work in progress. I think the other big realization is this is not going to pertain to most people, but I can do a better job of balancing my work schedule and my training schedule. And I actually think I can fit in a lot more volume in there. I just have to be more disciplined when I'm at work and on my computer
0: which, but that realization also will help you with this life balance that you talked about, like wanting to have yeah. more time in the evenings, potentially, and, you know, those types of things, you know, <clears throat> and so I think that's, those are good, you know, pieces to allow you to have all the, all the things that you're trying to do.
1: Yeah. Which is a lot right now. Admit it. <laughs> I'm trying Thanks. to do a lot with
0: my life, but. That's okay. Sometimes you have to. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think those are good. I like the. I really love the the first one, as you're I may mean, because you and I had big conversations about that, right? Like, yeah, but you've I've called you in tears sometimes. Yeah. So. yeah. And that was a big thing for me to like try to help you kind of grasp in your head, mentally and emotionally, that just because you feel this way right now, doesn't mean that you can't do it in the future. Like, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to happen right now. And, you know, it can still be there, you can still strive for it. And it can take time, you can take the time for your goals to happen. And, you know, yeah. and, and more often than not, they do take a long time, like, even as using something as an example, like if you're someone who wants to get your PhD, like, that's not going to happen right now. That's going to happen in years. So be present in what you're doing right now, but keeping that in the back of the mind, knowing that I'm working towards that with everything that I'm doing.
1: And I think even if that was something that I was trying to do right now in this moment, like me thinking about it, if I was trying to force myself to run seven minute miles with like in a half like this year, I'm going to end up hurting myself. Like (laughs) There's no way that would end up Good for me. So it's probably best that I realize that. And like, it's a long term plan. We've discussed this. You have me on like a five year plan. And I'm just going to keep going with the flow and putting all my effort into the sessions that I'm doing and executing those how they're meant to be executed and then living my life
0: when I'm not doing it (laughs) enjoying the process of it right yeah and I think that was actually another piece that I really learned this year too that I'm trying to refocus on a little bit more is like similarly like I feel like I forced a lot of things this year like I forced myself to feel like I had to do it this way or had to try this or I had to do x and it you know a lot of times I was, since I was fighting my body kind of physiologically with some of my levels and things being really low, I didn't have as much fun with it. And lately I've just really just tried to focus on just enjoying and getting excited for the things that I'm doing. And mm-hmm. that has made even, you know, just the last two weeks, I my volume has been really low. So it's a little bit easier to sometimes when you're not as tired, but just enjoy it a little bit more and remind myself that, again, I just love what I'm doing and I love sharing it with people. I love being a part of it. I love all of it. You know, I I created my life around this sport and I don't want that to go away no matter what that looks like. And so I need to focus from that angle. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, hopefully, hopefully that helps.
1: (laughs) I like it. I think that's really important.
0: Because I do have big goals for the year, so I need to figure something out and to make a change. Um, but I think it will. I'm really excited about the training program that my coach and I kind of cooked up while I was in Salt Lake. Um, it's kind of going back to a little bit more of a traditional training uh, versus. We, I, don't, we, I don't even know what we did last year, but a little you got, more. You, I think
1: at one point you said you were spending a lot more time in like Zone Two. Look last season to see if yeah. that would help
0: and it didn't i mean it did yeah. but it didn't i don't know yeah. yeah we just we don't know we don't think we did it right last year so we're going back to a little more of like a traditional build where you do um base this base phase and then you do this base phase and then you do this base phase like this prep phase and you know yeah. based off of the a race that you're working towards and instead of like an all-encompassing like FTP build, this build, this, like, we just had too many different things going into it. I think. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think that can be the hard part with coaching too, is you have so many different ideas that go through your head and different things you want to do. But really, like, you got to pick, like, one style almost and, like, mm-hmm. commit to it. And that's, like, way easier <laughs> said than done when you have, yes. like, so many things you want to do and try.
0: Yeah. No, it's so true. Um, agreed um awesome okay so um to kind of close out the this episode let's what are we most excited for in 2024
1: i think i am gonna really nail my nutrition at ironman texas and i think i'm finally going to have a run off the bike in an ironman distance that i'm proud of Yes. Like, I just, I think Ironman Texas is going to be a breakthrough race for me. Not that, like, I know I've had success in triathlon, but I think in terms of, like, knowing what I'm capable of and, like, actually having a performance that matches that, like, I just have a really good feeling about Ironman Texas. Um, And I'm really excited for it. I don't feel, like, any pressure with saying that. It's just, like, it's just one of those gut feelings where you're, like, I think I've done, had enough. Off races now, where like I'm
0: ready for that good
1: one. Mm-hmm.
0: That's always a good feeling too, because it's it's helped that Like that's a feeling right there. Like you you want to target it, you want to feel it, you want to like recognize it, and then use it for yeah. I mean, later down the road or in, when you get home and it's time to get back. Yeah, to it makes work. you excited
1: <laughs> to train. Like yeah. it does make you really because you can be in the middle of a hard interval. And, like, me personally, I envision myself at that finish line and, like, fe- like seeing the time and feeling mm. the feels and that, like, like that emotion helps yeah. you get through, like, any session. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's – I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I think for you, I'm excited to do – like I said, I kind of have put in some high-level stuff for you in Training Peaks and I'm excited for kind of doing – again, similarly – like, as I sat down when I'm looking at yours, I was thinking about, like, okay, kind of more of this traditional build. And it was really exciting because I think we can really build you to having the best race that you can have and yeah. running strong off the bike. And yeah. maybe – I think we want you shooting for a sub-five-hour bike or right at five hours. I – Not like yeah. hell- hellishly win. Hell win. Yeah, it can't yeah. be the hell-
1: wins from hell again. But um... – Yeah, so, I mean, love to be right at that sub-five or five-hour bike range and, um, like, a 350 or faster on the run. Um, And I don't think either of those sound crazy to me. So,
0: we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's exciting. Okay, now I'm excited, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, similarly, I... I'm actually really just one. I'm kind of just excited to get into training, like actual training, um, which even a week ago I wasn't. So this is, it's good. Like I can tell similarly to you, I can kind of tell when that, that flip switched a little bit. Like I started training last week, technically. Um, but it got, it started out okay and then got really messy as the holiday kind of started to come through and I started having things going on, um, with family and, um, no daycare this week and all these pieces. And so one, I 2024, I'm just kind of excited to like really buckle down and kind of get after it. Um, I like the beginning portion of the race plan that I've created. Um, and so that's really exciting. So I'm kind of just excited to get, uh, to go into a season and not f- like to l- like, okay, I put my first year of professional racing done. I'm done with it. I did it. It, it went okay. It, I know, ne- but again, like I mentioned like just not that long ago, like I feel like I never raced freely. And so I really want to go into twenty twenty four just feeling like I can race free and just mm-hmm. and whatever happens with that then happens. And but I do feel a lot lighter this year than I did last year at this time frame. That's good. Um and you know, there's definitely still a lot going on, and I've got a lot of things to figure out. Like, how am I going to afford my plans? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, if anybody want, I'm I am in the process of <laughs> I'm going to be fundraising <laughs> to help support some of this. If Anybody wants to donate, please let me know, <laughs> or just or the Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and you will be helping out both of us very much, um, but. Yeah, I just I'm just excited for the year. I think, um, and to see, I learned a lot in 2023, and you know, I can always learn a lot in 2024, and see what that will look like from a racing standpoint. But um, I'm also I'm um, for those who don't I haven't like officially announced it yet, but I did mention briefly I am racing Ironman Texas as well, um, along with the rest of the professional world. We will probably be there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that race is going to be lit. Like, it is going to be – there. there's no way that that's not going to have, like, all – like, the pro field is going to be huge is my assumption. I think that –
1: I think the age group field is going to be huge too because if you want to do an Ironman before the end of July and don't want to go out of North America, like, you're doing Ironman Texas. (laughs)
0: yes because it's the only it is the only option yeah unless you travel unless you're from europe but if you're an american and you don't want to leave you know you can't or don't want to leave the u.s your two options are texas or blake placid and if you are someone who's trying to qualify for a world championship slot to either space too like that's a piece like you only have two options if you haven't done it already yeah in the u.s so I think it's going to be a big. Ra-
1: Honestly, I'm surprised it's not sold out yet for Age groupers. But.
0: Yeah, same. I actually thought I know it's
1: early ish. I
0: mean, left, but I, I'm surprised it hasn't sold out. Um, a lot of 70.3s kind of have already started to sell out quickly. Yeah,
1: but. which reminds me, I need to defer Boulder because I cannot do it. Anymore.
0: Yes, you should do that to something that you can.
1: I think I'm thinking Madison. Um, That's a good idea. Like the places where I can stay for free for at least a day or two before moving closer to the race Mm -hmm. venue. So that's a good idea. That's how I'm affording things this year.
0: (laughs) I feel you. I know. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right, everybody. Well that um unless Aaron has another favorite that she wants to add for the rest of this year. Um no. I think that kind of concludes our end of the year 2023 wrap-up. Uh, for following along <laughs> with us this year as we kind of muddled our way through our first year of in the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it and the support and the community that um we've, you know, kind of been gathering. So Again, if you do want to support us, one way you can is just by sharing on social media and or providing a, a review on, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It does help to kind of push the podcast out to other listeners. Um, and then again, send us your questions via Instagram or the website. And lastly, um, please join the community. It's I, I have big ideas for it to kind of really be a great space for more than just, hey, you're going to get a podcast here and there. Um, it'll be, you know, a lot more, a lot more exclusive content to provide you guys with any way that we can, yeah, help spread cheer in the triathlon world. So thanks everybody. And we'll see you in 2024. Which is crazy. Happy new year, everybody.